in the last few weeks, and they get a couple stops on defense, I think they beat Atlanta easily. Okay. All right. Uh, they're only favored by three, so it's not going to be much. You don't think uh, yeah. Atlanta's offense can keep up with Justin Fields and his explosion? I don't think they can. It depends on what Mariota shows up. Like yeah, you have exactly. games where Mariota looks, you know, like a good Mariota, where he throws for two touchdowns, rushes for one. He played well last Sunday, yeah. but that's he's probably had two games like that out of the whole season. Yeah. So if bad Mariota shows up, I think Chicago wins. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Spot. I don't like Atlanta in this matchup even though they're in the dome and at home. Um, I think Justin Fields is on the tear. They figured it out. I think he figured it out that he can just run all the time and get five, 10 yards every time. Um, and nobody and can he, stop he's, Yeah, he can't be touched. And the man had that, 200 yards passing and 140 rushing. That's nuts. Yeah, disgusting. Good for fantasy. But uh, I want to see this offense with Montgomery in again. Because they kind of pushed the load to Khalil Herbert. Like, they were yeah. splitting a little bit, but it was heavily to Herbert. Um, yeah. And now with David Montgomery back in, are they going to be able to do the same things that they did before? Um, uh, Khalil Herbert is out uh, on IR for four weeks. So, uh, we'll see how, you know, that affects that offense. Now, the defense, it's going to be Swiss cheese on both sides. Can't oh, stop yeah. a nosebleed. Yeah. Bet the over on this game for sure. Over under is forty nine. That's a high. <laughs> that's a high over under right there, man. Bet bet the over. <laughs> All right, be a lot so, of points scored. So you're picking the Bears, right? I got the Bears. Yep. All right. Uh, I'm going to pick the Bears also. Uh, and Ben he picked the Bears. That's two two in a row right there. That's um, we all agree on. So, oh boy. <laughs> All <They're> right. Doomed. <laughs> all right. So, it's going to be Eagles at the uh Colts it looks like. Colts are underdogs at home by 7 points. by 7? Yeah. They got it at 7 right now. That's nuts. I mean, I I think the Eagles are going to win. They'll bounce back. I mean, they only lost the last week. I mean, Washington, they they beat them. They were manhandling Philly. Like, it was a weird game. It, they were kind of more physical than Philadelphia, which was weird because yeah. Philly's kind of been bullying teams all year with the run. For whatever reason, they got away from the run last week. They were trying to throw the ball a lot. just wasn't working out for them. Mm-hmm. But I, they'll get in the end, and they'll get back on track. I think they'll lean on the running game again and kind of play off of that. Play action passes. The Colts, Jeff Saturday, he was able to beat the Raiders because the Raiders are, he, he said the Raiders are horrible and then decided to get off his couch and coach the Colts and beat the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> but that's not happening against Philadelphia. So I, I got I, the Eagles. I'm not going to let that slide. I want to do my put, pick real quick. It's going to be Philly. They, they lost to Washington unexplicably last week. But I, I want to say, that that just Saturday thing is ridiculous, absolutely insane. It's, I will never get over it. After all the years of people saying that all these assistants, especially black assistants, have you ever coached a uh, call plays? Have you ever done this? How's the relationship with the players? How's yep. is blah blah blah? None of that mattered at the end. None of that mattered. So no, I don't want to hear it never, in the future. It never mattered. They pretended that that mattered, but oh, it does yeah. not matter oh, at yeah. all. I don't want to hear it ever again. So, yeah. uh, we know what's going on. Yeah, you ain't gonna fool. <laughs> I ain't no fool. Yeah. Come so, uh, but some things about this game, real quick. Um, Dallas Goddard, IR. Uh, pick up Jack Stoll. He'll be the. Jack Stoll. Yeah, he'll be the backup coming in. He's already been involved during the season. He's, he knows the plays. He, it's going to be like Goddard never left. Uh, I don't think that's going to be a problem at all. Maybe the blocking is a little bit worse for run plays, but that's about it. Um, and then, yeah, I don't think the Colts have um, 
the pa- I mean, Matt Ryan's back, so they can. It all depends on which Matt Ryan shows up. I don't think they can compete with the passing game with Philly either. They can't keep the score high. They're going to be running the ball with JT and trying to control the clock and blah, 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 blah. But Philly's D is way too good to allow that to happen. With Tennessee uh, above uh, earlier in the podcast against Green Bay, Green Bay's run D is trash. So they can actually do that. Here, nah, I don't think that's going to happen. So I'm picking Philly by a landslide. It's going to get ugly out there. Oh, man, the blowout. Oh, yeah. I'm talking 14. Someone's finally going to get Jeff Saturday out of there. <laughs> he should have never been in there in the first place. All right. Ben is picking the Eagles also, so that's four in a row. Oh, man. That we agree. We, we, are, <laughs> we have doomed a bunch of teams. <laughs> so, yeah, let's, uh, let's continue here. Jets at Patriots. I picked the Jets. I'm on the Jets train. I, I like what they're doing. The rookies are playing amazing. Sauce Gardner is the truth out there at corner. That defense, I think, is top five in the league. And uh, the Patriots, I don't know, man. Belichick, this is the time of year where he kind of turns it up. But I don't think Matt Jones is going to do anything against that, that Jets defense. If Zach Wilson can play a little bit decent, they win the game. Yeah, uh, line is three points for uh, New England. Like, and that's pretty. That's, that's, that's just because home. they're the home team. Yeah, yeah. so it's going to be a close game. I think. I think Salah's got his team. I think he he's got it finally. He's got his running yep. backs going. He's got his linebackers hitting, and you know, James Robinson. Oh, James Robinson. Oh, baby, <laughs> he's going to show out soon. He's got another week of rest. Ooh, that need that yeah. knee's not going to be a problem. That Achilles is not going to be a problem. He's going to come out swinging. So, I think he had four. He had four yards of carry uh, before the bye week and yeah. a touchdown in that game. And Carter also got involved with that. Like he was splitting carries, and they both did well. And then you still have you still have uh, Garrett Wilson and or Wilson Garrett. I got that backwards. Garrett Wilson. Garrett, Garrett Wilson. Wilson. All right. Garrett yeah. Wilson. And then, yep. like you said, Sauce is back there stopping the, the, the top receiver. New England, they don't really have a number one receiver, but I don't think, I don't think Matt Jones is going to get it done. I don't think Zappy can get it done if he comes in. I think it's going to be up to that New England defense, and Jets' offense is way too much. Uh, now, I'll give you a dollar right now if you can name a Patriots receiver without Google. Devontae Parker, right? Give me my money. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I wonder how much, how many catches he has because, like, <laughs> he if, is not good if, on a good if, start. If, if I had a dollar for every catch he had, I can give you a few more dollars. <laughs> but, but just a few more. Just enough for a honey bun at the bread store, huh? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm picking the Jets. I don't, I don't think the Patriots can um, do it all on defense. I, I, I really can't. I think that offense is going to put up a couple of points, 13 maybe, and the defense might get a score. But I think the Jets can put up 24 or more. So, uh, Ben, he picked the Patriots. As a Dolphin fan, he can't help it but to pick the Patriots. He's still hurt. He's a sicko. He's a sicko. <laughs> All right, Commanders at Texans. Lord, have mercy. What a matchup. I've got the Commanders just because the Texans aren't very good. Um, I love Damian Pierce. I love the way he runs the football, but that's literally all the Texans have. Mm -hmm. They've got nothing else outside of that. And Washington, they've won four out of the last five. They're sticking with Heineke, which I respect a lot. And I knew Ron Rivera would. Sorry, Carson Wentz, but you were hurt. It's a wrap. Taylor Heineke, they've won the last four out of five. Carson Wentz is somebody that has to be in the game. <laughs> like, he's not Tom Brady or somebody where, you're, all right, Heineke, sit down. This isn't a Cooper Cup, Dak Prescott situation. <laughs> no, no yeah, you're I'm... not that. So, yeah, go ahead and have a seat. Get a little bit healthier and uh, be a team player. Uh, watch Heineke 
Hold this clipboard. Hey, yeah. Hang out on the sideline. Cheer on your teammates. Yep. I don't want to see you on that bench. Now nah, he uh, he's washed, and it's proven that his mistakes has cost him his career. Um, he has to clean it up if he wants to continue playing. Uh, sign on it as a backup somewhere. Like take the. It doesn't always work out. Look at Geno Smith. Look at Jacoby Brissett. It doesn't always work out when you get drafted. So sit back, learn from somebody, learn for the next two, three years, come back in a role later on in your career where you can, you know, use your talent to move the ball down the field, get some scores. I, I just think Washington now is a balanced team all the way through. Dotson's back. McLaurin's there. Logan Thomas is healthy. You got Brian Robinson back. You got Gibson still, still starting. Still running the ball well, and he's a pass catcher. Uh, Samuel hasn't gotten hurt yet. Like, this team is primed to do a, uh, a wild card push. I think it's going to come down to this team and Green Bay for the wild card out there. So, it's going to be real interesting. Like, I think three of or all of the NFC East has a chance to make the playoffs because. Which is crazy. They said three teams in the NFC East are going to make the playoffs. That's yeah. nuts. Yeah. So which one is it going to be? Is it going to be the Eagles, Giants, Cowboys? Eagles, Giants, Commanders? Like I'm leaning because the Cowboys, their next few games are rough. Yeah. They lost to Green Bay, which they should have won. We're going to get to them in a second. They play the Vikings this week. After that, I think they have to play. I think they might have to play the Giants again. I don't know. I have to look at that schedule again. But the Cowboys don't have a lot of. They don't have a lot of room for error. That schedule is rough the next few weeks. Yeah. So they got uh, Vikings, Giants, Colts, Texans, Jags. That was a three right there in a row. That's three wins in a row. Yeah. They They can't lose any of those. And then. Eagles, Titans, L. Commanders. Yeah. So it ain't going to be easy. You got a soft three games, and then the last three games <clears throat> are tough. Yeah, and the last two games are away. So uh, mm-hmm. they it's they, Christmas Eve is that Eagles-Cowboys matchup. So that's going to be a good one. Um, yeah, I, I, think, I think it's going to be interesting to see how this all plays out. And with... Seven teams making it now. You can have that extra wild card spot go to somebody like the Commanders if all the Some, other teams are not panning out. Somebody nine and eight or eight and nine is going to get in. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we'll see. Uh, poor Texans. Yeah, Damian Pierce's money. He's heavily utilized, and we talked about it before. And you know, Benjamin's now there. Brandon Cooks is out. Like he don't want none of. The, he don't want to play for them yeah, ever he, again. Like, yeah, he's done. He's done. So, like, trade him away, bench him if you got him on your fantasy team. It's it's bad. Um, yeah, he's checked out. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, who did the Commanders? Ben picked the Commanders also. So we're three and zero on that one. All right. So. <clears throat> Next one. We have oh. Who's this? Wait a minute. Uh oh. The Rams and the Saints. I got questions for you. Look, listen, while you were gone, I kept asking about what's going on with Jameis Winston. <laughs> P U. The what's going on with Jameis Winston and Andy Dalton? Now. Y'all kept telling me Jameis is hurt. Y'all kept telling me Jameis is trapped. He's the second string. He's the best player. I looked on Sunday at Andy Dalton's old butt, throwing interceptions, not moving the ball, not even using Kamara. He's right there. He's open. He's doing Texas routes and swing routes. Use, use the best player on your team. No. I'd rather throw a pick down the field. Now, what's going on with Jameis? I... You can't fool me. I will not be fooled. I know what this is. Jameis Winston was hurt. He had a back injury. Got hurt week two. Andy Dalton comes in. 
He plays, I guess, decent. And the Saints decide to roll with Andy Dalton. Jameis Winston's probably been healthy the last four or five weeks. And for whatever reason, they decide <laughs> to go with Ginger Man. Now that Andy Dalton's playing, like we figured Andy Dalton would play. This is the gingerbread man. Not the gingerbread buttons. <laughs> so now they're probably going back to Jameis Winston this week, as they should, because you see that you guys aren't doing any better than what you're supposed to be doing with Andy Dalton. So you might as well go back to Winston and see what you can do. Because Andy Dalton's not it. Out of the Saints, they have. They got some problems there. I don't know if it's because Sean Payton left. I don't know what's going on. But that team is, is not the team that they're supposed to be. Not the team that we are used to. Maybe they should have brought in Jeff Saturday to, to right the ship. No, they need to go ahead and call um, what's, oh, what's his name? Joe Jim Horn. Breeze? Oh, Joe Horn? Bring him back. Yeah, Bring Joe Horn back. Yeah, he's um <sighs> Man, he was he was a fun fun receiver back in the day, man. Yeah, the Saints are stinking it up though. Um, but yeah, I mean, you can't tell me that throwing out James James will put up three touchdowns through the air. He'll throw it downfield to Olave or whoever deep passes. Absolutely, like, he's going to let it fly. Like, how can that be worse than what you're putting out each week with Dalton? Dalton is two and five since. Being in the uh, starter, two and five. Yep. Get out of here, man! Y'all should have been at least competing for the NFC South pennant right now. With Tampa having yeah, a down they, year, come on! And they're all that the, the NFC South is still wide open. Still they, wide open. They got to fix it this week. But on the other side, Matt Stafford practiced today, coming back from a concussion. Quotation marks. Um. They, the L.A. Rams don't have a running game. They lost Cooper Cup probably for the year because he's getting ankle surgery. Usually that's like six weeks or something like that, eight weeks. Why bring him back if yeah. you're not going to make the playoffs? They're three and six. It's, it's, yep. The window's closed. They're, it's over for them. They're going to shut him down. They're going to shut him down. He'll be out four weeks, but they're not putting him back in there. If they're, let's say, what, they're three and seven now, four weeks. Let's say they go two and two. They're five and nine. They're not going to bring them back for that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I would. I don't think. I don't think that's going to happen. So, uh, but it does force Stafford to finally throw the ball to someone else other than Cooper Cup. So I expect Higby to have a giant game. <laughs> <laughs> What's the other guy's name? Uh, Got the weird last name. <laughs> their other white receiver. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. I forgot. About 18. Yeah. yeah. Scalabrini. I don't know what his name is. <laughs> <laughs> like, look, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, I don't know. Van Jefferson stepping in. And then uh, you got Allen Robinson still, still playing, still running routes. One of the Nothing most routes run. Than when Allen Robinson wore the white sleeves for that one game and he had the most catches he's had all season. In that oh game. My God. Maybe, maybe I he should bring it back. Somebody pointed that out. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Man, oh, man. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I'm going to pick the Rams because the Saints are a mess. Uh, yep. Ben also picks the Rams. And uh, who, do you, who do you got? I picked the Rams, so we're 3 Three All for right. three on that. Yeah, I don't. I don't see the Saints pulling it together. Maybe Super Kamara comes back and has a great game like he did a couple of weeks ago. But the way he was utilized last week, doubt it. So, yeah. yeah. All right, Browns at Bills. Uh, Josh Allen last week threw a pick. A pick at, uh, at the end of the game in overtime, lost L, and he's recovering from whatever UCL injury he had. Um, the Browns. I mean, most points. One of the most points scored. One of the most points scored against. It's really wishy-washy with them. But the Sean Watson practice for the first time today. 
So Massage Watson is no. eligible to come back next week. Oh no. I, I know you didn't. Against, I know you didn't just call Massage Watson, man. Massage <laughs> Watson is eligible to come back next week against the Houston Texans. <laughs> oh no. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get the reference me. <laughs> if you don't get the reference yeah <laughs> future is oh ridiculous for that one <laughs> with all of that being said the weather report for this Sunday in Buffalo they are expected to get up to 31 inches of snow oh lord in in both oh no, that's not three point one inches. That's, <laughs> that's not right. That's not thirty one right. inches. Ain't, ain't no way. Hang on. That's two feet seven inches of snow. They can't so play the game in to, that. Oh, they'll have all the snow stuff out there. They'll shovel the field and all that. But bet the house on the under of that game. For, oh, and I'm, it's a blizzard. It's supposed to be a blizzard this Sunday. Oh. Oh, yes. And that is why I am picking the Browns. Paralyzing <laughs> snowfall for this yep. weekend. What? Yep. Oh, okay. So I'm looking, I'm looking at the, the Weather Channel 10 day. So it looks like, just looks like on Sunday is going to be clear. So if they have to feel stuff out there and they manage it during the snowstorm, they should be okay to play on Sunday. Now, that being said, should they play on Sunday? Maybe delay the game one more day to clear up the snow so people don't get in the car wrecks and die on the way to the stadium? I don't know. That's just me. We, I like safety. What are you talking about? Well, this, is, <laughs> this is the a billion dollar business we're talking about here. So they're absolutely playing on Sunday. Boy, oh boy. Absolutely. 28 degrees and snow. Uh, and wind. Which is, 19. Which is why- I'm picking the Browns. Nick Chubb is going to have 30 carries for 150 yards Sunday. (laughs) Oh, no. I got the Browns. Josh Allen, nobody's throwing the ball in that weather. Nobody. uh, Remember that game that they had last year where it was just super windy and they just ran the ball, Patriots, Bills, and they just ran the ball over and over and over and over? I they think need a, Mac they, Jones had what three pass attempts that game. <laughs> they need a dome in nuts. in that area so bad. Like, and the, the thing is, they're building a new stadium, and it's going to be outdoors. Like, what are you thinking? Yeah. If you do, if you do a dome, you can host more than just I, football there. If you do a dome, like, you can bring concerts. I like, oh, is, it's, it's Buffalo, New York. This is what you signed up for. Some oh. games it's gonna snow. Let it snow. The cold never bothered me anyway. <laughs> that being said, I'm picking Buffalo. Ain't no way you gonna let the Browns come in this weather and beat you. Nah, ain't no way. Um, Run the football. <laughs> you know they won't. All right. Um, it looks like uh, Ben picked the Bills on this one too. So uh, we'll see. We'll Absolute see. sicko. <laughs> Pound right. the rock. Dude, I can't believe it's going to snow that much. Oh, man. Oh, no. My mom is supposed to go to New York. Ah! <laughs> she hates the cold. Oh, this is going to be funny. <laughs> Bundle up. <laughs> she got to get off the plane. Off the plane. Bomb <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> Lord. Oh man. All right. Lions at yeah. <laughs> hang on. <laughs> Make sure I got this right matchup. No, it's the Panthers and the Ravens. Which one uh you got? <laughs> the Panthers are underdogs by 13 points in this game. And they should be. <laughs> Baker Mayfield's back, so they absolutely should be underdogs by that much. I got the Ravens in a landslide. There is no way Carolina's beating the Ravens. Yeah. Uh 
unless without Mark Andrews, uh, like he doesn't play and they don't have Bateman back or something, and Lamar just can't well, get it done for some reason. Bate, Bateman, he's on IR. I think he's done for the year. But Mark Andrews is supposed to be back this Sunday. Yeah. I knew I knew they had some injury concerns. I didn't keep up with them as much as uh, the other teams. Because it's the Lamar Jackson show. All he does is make plays. And he's going to get that bag at the end of the season. And this is one of the games where you put up five TDs. Three hundred million. Bruh, pay the man. Three hundred million. I, I, I can't believe that they uh, have refused to pay him during the season. Like They, they should have struck a deal like, hey, let's, let's work it out. And he was smart by cutting it off. He was smart at the at the beginning of the year saying, I, look, I'm not going to negotiate. I'll, I'm going to get y'all to the playoffs. And, and, and he has every play. right to ask for the number he's asking for. If Deshaun Watson's getting 200 and something million guaranteed, then that is the minimum. He should, <laughs> what, I, what did I tell y'all in the office? Lamar Jackson should walk in that office and say, I want more than this guaranteed. Blank check. Had to walk out. Yeah. Blank check. I'm not taking less than Deshaun Watson. I'm an MVP. My second year in the NFL, we've been to the playoffs every year that I've been the starter. Yep. I think my record is what thirty something and twelve. Yeah, no, no. Now you got to give me three hundred million, or it's sayonara. Yeah, or you can just franchise tag me and pay me forty five million guaranteed anyway. Yeah, um, I I have the Ravens. Every, I mean, all of us have the Ravens. Only thing that needs to be said is this. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. Here comes the money. money dollar dollar bills, y'all. Dollar dollar. Dollar dollar. All right. <laughs> Moving on to the next one. <laughs> hey, the man. Uh, so we got, we got the Lions at the Giants. Um, this is interesting because I thought the Lions were going to be better. I thought the Giants were going to be worse, and it's totally flipped. And the Giants are competing with the top of the division now that Philly lost. Like, what's what's the record? Giants are seven and two, seven and two. So yep. Philly loses again, and they eventually have to play each other again. So, oh man. Let's see. The giant Daniel Jones could very easily be an NFC East champion. Yo, they played the Eagles twice in the uh, later on in the year, uh, December eleventh, January eighth, and so there's a chance. That's crazy. That's a chance, man. So, and the reason they're good is Daniel Jones has cut down on his turnovers. Saquon Barkley is all the way back. He needs to get paid too. Yep. They're making do. The defense is playing decent. Brian Dable, he's come there, head coach now, and he's winning games. Yep. Going out there, it's not super flashy. They're letting Saquon do what he does. Daniel Jones is kind of just managing the game, getting it to the right spots when they need to. He's taking off and running when he needs to. Yep. And they'll win a football game. So, hey, I got the Giants going to win this game. Um, I got the Giants, too. It seems like Swift is upset about his role, so I expect a big Swift game this week. So he'll either get three touchdowns and be good or break his back trying to run the ball. Um, and then yep. it looks like Jonathan uh, Williams. I always forget which first name, surname he has. Um, Jamal Williams. Jamal League Williams. Winner. League winner. Jamal <laughs> no, Williams. Stop it. He's the starter, though. It seems like he's getting the heavier carries. He's getting the first down, second down carries, stuff like that. So. Yeah. Um, but we talk about contracts, and then we skip past, like, Daniel Jones is fifth year off, though. He's out after this year. Does he deserve a contract? This is his contract here, and he's playing. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Winning game. I think, I think, see, I don't know. I, that's a tough situation. It's the exact situation that the 2017 Jags were in, Blake Bortles. Yep. 
It's like Daniel Jones is playing just good enough to where they're winning games. So he's in that weird spot that you could pay him, but it's probably going to be like one of those two or three year deals. Yep. I don't think he gets the big money like the top tier quarterbacks get. He's playing well, but it's not, you're, you're not getting, you know, Kyler Murray money, Sean right. Watson money. I wouldn't give Daniel Jones all of that. Yeah, he deserves a good contract. Like, he can yeah. make it work. He is much better than anything the Colts have hired the last four years. Yeah. So pay him, you know, what? What are they getting? Like 11 mil a year or something like that? That's that's a good amount. I think he deserves oh, that. Oh, for quarterback, 11 million is backup money. Yeah, that's, 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 that, that's good enough for him. Give him a big contract with 11, a million, 11 mil guaranteed per year. Do you know how much the big quarterbacks are getting per year? I I know, but he ain't no big quarterback. <laughs> I was, oh, I was, you you got to think Garoppolo was going to get twenty four million. No, oh, and no. they were about to get rid of him. Oh, no. no so way. if you're going to bring Daniel Jones back, you've got to give him at least thirty million a year. Ain't no way. Stop it. That's what I'm talking about. Do you let him walk? Because your, your record. You're going to be too good to draft a quarterback. Yeah, they're going to be gone. You got to bring them back. And then sign somebody else. Try to take the roles. So, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I'm picking uh, I'm picking the Giants here. And I think uh, Ben also has the Giants. Uh, moving on. We got Raiders at Broncos. Two and seven Raiders, three and six Broncos. Did not expect that. But here we are. Two trash teams. Josh McDaniels is a fraud, as we all thought he was. Oh, my goodness, man. He, <laughs> Josh McDaniels is him. This is the battle of the burglars. Josh McDaniels and Nathaniel Hackett are thieves. Bruh. Ski mask wearers. <laughs> they should coach in ski masks. It's unbelievable what they've done. They have conned the league. You made Denver traded away the franchise to get Russell Wilson, and he has stocked the place up. You got the Raiders with Derek Carr, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller. All those guys over there in the two and seven. You want to know why? Because their head coaches are burglars. Yeah. Thieves. Imposters. Frauds. With all that being said, I have the Broncos. I looked at the Colts-Raiders game last week, and I was like, this is Josh McDaniels' chance to win the game late. This is Derek Carr's chance to win the game late. This is Devontae Adams to prove why he was better off coming to Las Vegas than staying in uh, Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. And, you know. You blew it! Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we were talking, the AFC West was supposed to be the damn SEC <laughs> this year. <laughs> yeah, Devontae Adams with Derek Carr, old college buddies back together. Russell Wilson comes over. The Broncos are at full strength. Justin Herbert, yep. he's Trending towards elite. We got yeah. Patrick Mahomes, who was GOAT Jr. The AFC West was supposed to be a gauntlet. Yep. And what is it? The Chargers are more. Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are doing what the Chiefs do. The Raiders stink and the Broncos stink. Very sad, sad circumstances you got in the AFC West. Dung heap. Yeah. Um, Why? Because two burglars infiltrated the division. I don't. I don't really have. I mean, you're saying it all. I don't really have anything to add on top of that. The coaches stink. The players are hurt, and um, no Waller in this game. So Foster Moreau is going to be in. Um, I, I, it's really hard for me to say if Judy is going to play or not. 
like Russell Wilson is just running around, just making inaccurate passes. The run game stinks. Melvin Gordon's upset. There's both both sides of this right right now. Absolutely insane that they are the clubs that they are. So I gotta go Broncos because they have the you know the more stable staff. I would say they can probably make a game-winning play. I don't want to pick either of these teams, to be honest. I hope it's a tie. I don't either. I hope that, it's that's a, it would <laughs> be hilarious. A, a three to three tie. <laughs> I hope, but you know, Raiders have more firepower. I mean, Devontae Adams can just break one at any time. But that Denver D is good. That Denver D is great. And I just don't know. I don't know. All right. Let's uh go ahead and finish up these picks so we can get to uh the next segment and uh review Wakanda. So uh four more games. Cowboys, Vikings. You got Vikings. Yeah, I'm gonna pick the Cowboys. I think yeah, I know. I think they choked it hard last week. They uh did not finish the game like they were supposed to. They had many chances to win. But, Did you not see with, with Kirk O'Chains and Justin Jefferson? Kirk O'Chains. Like, <laughs> have, have you not been paying attention to what they've been doing all year? No, I, I see it. And I see they're good. Different. I think beating back-to-back good teams is going to be a strain on them. And I think they're going to blow it at home on this one. I, I just And it's in the dome, so there's no snow or no weather effects this this time. So I just think the Cowboys with Zeke coming back, they're going to have a dual-headed monster uh, with Pollard and Zeke. Gallup is apparently healthy. He practiced today. So they'll have their full receiving core. They'll have their tight end. They're getting healthier as the year goes on. Last week, they just didn't close the deal. They didn't seal the deal. They were up by seven in the fourth quarter, late in the fourth quarter, and they just kind of blew it. They didn't, couldn't get a first down. That's why you need Zeke in the game. So. I think this week is going to be curtains for this uh, streak that the Vikings got going on. But I'm not, I'm not going to diss the Vikings. That defense is solid. That offense is solid. Justin Jefferson, he's he going, he going to gritty on you one or two times in the game. So, Animal. So, yeah, Animal. I, I, I'll be so mad if I see a gritty and I'm a de- on defense, man. I'm so <laughs> – I'll be so pissed at that, man. Over here dancing on our logo. <laughs> oh, what's coming? All right, um, and uh, sorry, let me go back to uh, Ben's picks here because uh, I think I left him off the, the last couple of times. He picked the Broncos, and now he picks the Cowboys for those matchups. Uh, so, yeah, we're moving forward. Uh, I, can't, I can't get behind that, man. <laughs> I can't get behind that. That's crazy. Um, Bengals at Steelers. Steelers won last week. I did not realize that TJ Watt was back. Yeah. I was looking at the highlights of that game and he was back. I had no idea he was coming back that game. Uh, we mentioned it like the week before last that if he came back, how much influence does he have on that defense to play better? And apparently he is the key. Like if he's in, there's yeah, so much attention going to him. They have a lo- the team has a losing record when he's out, which is weird. It's so weird. So but he means. He is the Pittsburgh Steelers at this point. Yeah. So, I don't know. They're not beating Cincinnati. Pickens back there can't keep up. I mean, they don't don't have Chase, but, I mean, they haven't acted like Chase is missing. T. Higgins and whoever. Mixon had five touchdowns the week before last because they were on bye last week. Like, (laughs) I mean, if they can keep up this offensive firepower, then there's no stopping the Bengals. So, we all picked the Bengals here. Like, I, I just don't believe in T.J. Watt and uh, uh, the defense and the Steelers to hold them under, like, 20 points and win the game. Uh, Pickett needs yeah. to pick it up. And he needs to get better. All right? That was a good you disc Kirk change, but then you drop that. <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> All right, Sunday night game. Chiefs at Chargers. 
I'm going with the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes, and that offense. My boy Jared McKinnon, George Southern's finest. Uh, they're playing great, playing extremely well. I got the Chiefs. The Chargers are just too beat up. I don't see them doing well in this game. I got the Chiefs by at least 10. Um, I got the Chiefs because they had a warm-up game last week. It was real easy. You know, came out. Easy touchdowns, easy defensive play. A um, little bit of injuries, unfortunately. You know, um, Juju might be out for this week. And um, they also have Valdez Scantling get hurt a couple of times in the game. But he's he seemed all right. Um, Pacheco is clearly the lead back now. Clyde Edwards ain't even involved. He's not getting involved at all. He, oh, yes. He's done. It's and I think Pacheco. they were trying to sign Eno Benjamin to get rid of Clyde. Which is crazy to me. That would have been nuts. So the first round pick just gonna up and release it. Yeah. I I I just think that I think the Chiefs are overpowered. I think there's too much. And now Kadarius Tony's catching touchdowns. This man's out here. It's first week, hammies, hammies, super hammies, Wolverine blood in them. And I, he's I, back. Keep, I keep telling y'all, I'm, I know we're running out of time with the picks, but Jacksonville is a get right game. I keep saying it. Oh, God, dude. Just, I keep saying it. Ben, ben last week said there are no get right games in NFL. And the Chiefs got right last week. Easy. Um, shoot. Last game of the week, Monday Night Football. 49ers at the Cardinals. The Cardinals on hard knocks. <laughs> the Cardinals with all the distractions. The Kyler Murray ain't playing. Uh, they, they lost Zach Ertz. Like, freak injury. Just like Goddard. Like, it's just two of the big tight ends just go down right there. It's just... Yeah. Uh, Kyler Murray has a hamstring. Colt McCoy has a knee injury. They might be playing the third string quarterbacks on uh, Monday night. Yeah, call it. They're not winning. Yeah, this team, and this is probably the game that loses them the playoff bid. Like this might be it for them. Yeah, they lose Monday. It's over. Yeah, and I think and Warzone two just dropped, so Kyler Murray's done. Oh, yeah. I was about to say like GM Smith and the Seahawks are you know happy right now. They're they're sitting pretty at the top of the division probably, or San Francisco might be after this game. So it's going to come down to the Seattle and. The 49ers, like old times, like it's 2012 again. Shoot. Insane. Um, yeah, we all picked the Niners here. I have no faith in the Cardinals. The over under is <laughs> 43 points with Arizona as eight dog, eight, eight point underdogs at home. Yeah, that just tells you everything. Christian McCaffrey's going to have a field day. All right. 40 point fantasy. So yep. those are our picks. Uh, did a little bit of extended section uh, section of uh, the pick'em because it's been a while. Well, it's been a while. It has been. I've been slacking. You know, my my mom was in town. I think the two weeks before last, and then last Wednesday, I think we went out to dinner. Came back late. My yeah. son was acting a fool. <laughs> but I'm but I'm back. I'm back. Yeah. I'm back. I'm back. I, I was gonna say like um. Our, uh, how's Mama Dukes? Is she all right? Is she good? I, I mean, the hurricane passed through you guys. Like, you were going through it. Man, it was so much going on. Like, it's insane. My tires were off the rim on the car. <laughs> I had to get brand new tires. Less. I don't know what's been going on. November, October slash November, been kicking my ass. Yeah, man. Well, hopefully it gets better. But, I know you went to go see that movie last night or last week. Wakanda. Oh, did you did you get the souvenir cup like I did? I didn't, man. I was looking for it too because my movie theater did not give us one, and I got the large drink. I'm furious, bro. This thing is sick. This is one of the best ones that they had, man. Look at that. I would have kept that. I have all the other ones. I have both Endgame and um, Infinity War. 
Oh man. I got both of those. I think I have the end game part one bucket. I was looking forward to my Wakanda cup and I did not get it. Yeah, it was it like changes colors when it's cold. It it like looks like it's uh the blue water from the movie. Look, this movie was sick. Like Leading up to it, you knew that that was going to be emotional because of Chadwick Boseman and his death, but I didn't expect it to carry out throughout the movie. This was like a morning movie, but well-written. It It, was. It's it's probably going to be the best movie of the year for me, even though, you know, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness is up there with, for me. Um, it's it's like it's really it's really well put together and they did both the aztec mexicans justice and they they did the africans justice again and they did the haitians justice and i was like oh man just keep it going just keep it going so it was incredible i i i just want to say we're going to drop spoilers so if you haven't seen it get out Uh oh so I was gonna say I was gonna try to get through it without spoilers, but if we're doing it, we're doing we're doing it. we're doing it because we we both saw it. Let's do it live. Oh boy, we got a few more minutes. All right, all right. <sighs> so first off, I'll start off with my rating eight out of ten. Yeah. My only gripe was I don't feel like it had to be that long. Like mm-hmm. I'm not, I don't really enjoy super long movies. Like Endgame, I thought was good. But that didn't have to be three hours either. Yeah. Like, even when I go back and watch Endgame, I just watch the last 45 minutes because that's when everything pops off. This movie, I understand why it was two hours and 45 minutes because they fit in a lot. I love the the background. They told us who, um, are we going to use Cuckoo Khan or are we going to use uh, Namor? Yeah. We'll say Namor. Yeah. I love how they explained his origin. Um, they showed us his kingdom underwater. The visuals in this movie are insane. Like Black Panther 1 was on the same level as that. I mean, just the scenery. Just yeah. the movie itself. All the like the cities and the technology and the civilization. It was incredible. Yeah. It was incredible, man. The soundtrack, it flowed with the movie. Mm-hmm. The first few minutes, I like how they did that with, you know, Black Panther. I wish they kind of would have said what he died from, like even though we know how he died in real life. Right. I wish they would have told us what he died from in the movie, but I get it. I mean, you still understand it. Yeah, I, did, I didn't want them to attach it to something that could happen to somebody else. You know, yeah. I didn't, I, you know, in like Dragon Ball Z, it was like Goku died of a heart failure disease or something like that that was like something general that can kill anybody and it killed goku i was like ah that's that's cheap yeah i wanted this to be one of a kind to his like dna and the only way to save him was through like shiri's technology and the heart-shaped herb or something like that and they failed so i get that i get you have to do it in a way in a movie but it's really good that they did it that way um yeah I am surprised by uh, Dominic Thorne and her Ironheart character. She was a little, a little wild at times, but we haven't seen that in the, uh, in Marvel at all. I feel like yeah. being the loose cannon that she is is going to be fun, and she's super smart. And they established her yeah. like from the get go as like Stark genius. Boom, get it out the way. No need to explain everything. No need to just show that she knows how to make stuff and she's at MIT. Whatever. She was doing she was doing homework for money. Yeah. The, <laughs> the one thing the one thing I'll say though, Perfect. they did great writing with the jokes and the solutions in this movie. The joke was that she was gonna use a heater, like uh, Okoye was like, You're gonna use a heater to defend yourself from Neymar in her dorm room. And that's exactly what okay. Shuri did at the end of the movie. And yep. I think it's perfect to kind of like squeeze that in where it's like a joking moment, but it's like a solution to a real problem. Uh, exactly. She's at MIT, same as like uh, Flash and uh, the others from Spider-Man. So I wonder if that's going to yep. carry over at some point. 
Um, Nakia being in Haiti was awesome. Having her after the snap, like what did what the what were the consequences of the snap? Like what happened? It kind of skipped over Wakanda, and it's good to see like you know he had a kid, and then he came back, and he kind of kept that secret, and you know to to have that was very special. It like gave some some decency to the character for him to realize like, Hey, this kid needs to learn about the world and not just be all about Wakanda because he learned from Killmonger and his mistakes with Killmonger. And him having the kid is a great way for them to recast the character. Yes. Cause now you can have this kid, either you can go ahead and time skip and have him be a grown up. You do the next movie or you can kind of bring him along and have him as a young Prince of Wakanda, maybe. You know, they can go any direction they want to go with it, but it was a very nice way to recast the Black Panther character. Yeah. And I like that Shuri didn't become the native, you know, leader of Wakanda because she never wanted that. She never wanted to be a leader. That's not her thing. Yeah. In the comics, I get it. Like, she's supposed to step up in that role. But yeah, I think that uh, M'Baku was the one that always wanted to be leader. And he, I think he yeah. had the most sound advice throughout the movie. Like, last movie, he was kind of the joking character, which he was, again, this, uh, this movie, but he was more wise in all of his decisions. And it, him and Okoye seemed like they were, they were, like, going in opposite directions. Okoye is a thing of, like, the past guard and the past realm. And M'Baku was always trying to give wisdom to strengthen the realm and get better. And yeah, it just seemed like you can kind of tell that there's this separation still from when they did the Civil War in the first movie. So it's it's awesome. But like you said, the shooting's good, cinematography's good, writing's good. I yo, I I absolutely love that Everett Ross was uh, married to uh, (laughs) what's her name from. what is That's her name? hilarious. Uh, I keep forgetting her name too. Oh man, I should have looked it up before I got on. Oh no! But she was. Uh, oh my goodness! Oh, what's her name? What? Well, <laughs> you gotta look that up. Yeah, I'm so looking I don't know up why there. I want to say. Uh, I don't know why Valentina's in my head. That's I think it's it. Valentina. I think you're right. Is it? Something, something, Valentina. Hang on, we'll find it. But yeah, I mean, other than other than that, her being the CIA uh, person for um, uh, the movie, she's the director of the CIA, so she's leading all these. She's going to be leading the Thunderbolts. Um. Uh. In uh, the later movies, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see how that dynamic pays off um, later on because she's she basically arrested Ross and sent him away to die because he told you know secrets and she bugged his phone. But Wakandans they saved him because that's their, that's their boy. Right, they always save his life, so they. He's always indebted to their services. Um, Saving the colonizer. <laughs> colonizer. <laughs> Where's my favorite colonizer? <laughs> it's good. It's just really oh, fun. And the movie is great. I mean, it, yo, yeah, it went a little long, but they included the heart-shaped herb scene with uh, uh, Michael B. Jordan in there. And Boy, um, that was a plot twist. Nobody expected Killmonger to be in that throne when she went to the ancestral plane. I know I didn't. I was yeah. watching him. <laughs> when I saw him, I was like, what the hell? Like yeah. the whole movie theater was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's up, little cousin? Yeah. I, I, love, I, love the, I love the way he still greets <laughs> his family like that. Hey, auntie. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Like this man, he's from Oakland. He doesn't know anything about Wakanda outside of you know, what he's been taught. Yeah. So yeah, uh, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. So that's that's the full name. 
That's uh, Julia Lucas Dreyfus from Seinfeld. Elaine yep. from Seinfeld. Um, yep. But yeah, it, it was this plot twist that no one saw coming and it paid off because it showed that she, it, the whole movie is about how do you deal with death, like the stages of death, right? You, you, yep. You're pissed off that you couldn't save. You, you do your bargaining, you do your, you know, depression stage or whatever. And there's an anger stage and she was stuck in that anger stage for a very long time, almost to the yep. end of the movie. And it, it showed in that scene because he was, he is vengeance in the Wakandan realm. He wanted to, to burn the world. Like she said, and even in, even when she took the herb and put on the suit, the suit was like half killmonger. Like it had the gold trim. Yep. Whatever color, you know, I'm colorblind. So, I don't yeah. know if it was gold, green, it was, whatever it was. Gold. It was. It was gold. You're right. <laughs> it had the Killmonger trim, but it mm-hmm. also had the T'Challa colors on it too. Yep. So I like how they kind of mix those two together with the suit. Yeah, because she and is. I don't a... know. Since since we're dropping spoilers, if Namor would have drowned my mom, I would have left his head on that beach. <laughs> Bro, talk about forgiving. Bro, I would have. I would have. Earned everything. Ain't no way. On the beach. By the way, Angela Bassett. Mama Bassett. Incredible. She incredible. I know, I know superheroes get a bad rap for their acting sometimes, but she needs an award for the scenes that she was in this movie. She had like four great all-time scenes. It was like she definitely get an Oscar now. It was like she was uh doing this for the last time in the movie and outside of like she's retiring from acting and yep. she put everything out there. I mean, come on. It's, and that we, you know, with, uh, with her stripping a of the, uh, the Dora Milaje rank. Haven't I given everything? Yes. Yeah. Great no, like, I, I think we grew up with Angela Bassett and, you know, all these movies and all these shows. And I know she's not underappreciated in our community, but for her to get a big role like this and be seen by a lot of people, I hope it gets the recognition that she deserves because that was amazing. Oh, yeah. That was all time great. Incredible. And she had a, I don't know what workout plan she's on, but her arms were amazing. In that <laughs> yeah. She, she ain't no, she ain't slacking either. She what? 60, 60 something, right? At all. Yeah. She's not 62. <sighs> Let's see. Let's see. She is 64. Oh, oh he getting in trouble. Oh, he getting in trouble. Oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> oh, you get in trouble. We're, hey. we're live, folks. <laughs> hey, either way, I, hold on. My, we're live. Go ahead. I'm listening. My, my rating <laughs> my rating for this movie Nine and a half out of ten. It's up there. Yeah, there's some spotty stuff, but you did justice to several communities. I didn't even get to when they're speaking Mexican and they're translating it in different colors and they're, you know, showing the Aztec uh, culture throughout the movie. Like it, that was very one sided that we did the review on. But the Namor side and the cultural aspect from um, that side. Amazing. They did a great job. This is as good as a sequel can be to uh, Black Panther. I think you hit it at at the beginning. You said that the CGI was better. That last fight was a lot better than the last fight with Killmonger because you you had the two like CGI characters with the wings and the fighting and you know that entire beach scene at the end. It was it was intense and it looked good. And yeah, that's not getting lost on me. I know I'm cash cheap. As the young people saying, say, as, as the young people say, they saw the tweets. They saw all the trash talk about the, the last scene in Black Panther One. So the last scene, <laughs> the last fight scene in this movie was incredible. Yep. Yep. Kind of hilarious right. that Namor's weakness was an air fryer. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, we're gonna end it. <laughs> Catch us next week. 9 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. Thank you for joining us. We'll see you next time.